once you break it down and you have the proper tools to tackle the project, it's really not that hard. And, and the rest of it just bolts together. And that's what I love about the racks and, and the extrusion. It's so universal and you can add different accessories. You can make it modular. Each Tacoma, the way they have it set up is completely different. So it's interesting to see once customers do install it, what they add to their truck or how they you know, modify it or set it up. Warning. The 4 Before Canada podcast contains discussion about exploring mountains, camping beside lakes, and enjoying the outdoors. Guests also talk about jumping race trucks side by side, racing 1,000 horsepower rigs across mud pits, and jumping monster trucks over stacks of buses. None of this is for the faint of heart. The 4 Before Canada podcast is not responsible for bringing out your inner adrenaline junkie or making you want to get out there and explore the back roads from coast to coast. The 4 Before Canada podcast is not responsible for broken parts due to jumping your vehicle, hitting mud poles too hard, crossing deep streams, and doing other dumb shit. However, we will take credit for inspiring you to explore mountaintops, spend quality time outdoors with your friends, or meeting new like-minded people, and most importantly of all, following your dreams. Welcome to the 4 Before Canada podcast. I'm your host, Wes. Trisha is not with us today. She is working, unfortunately. We do have a real special guest here today. We've got Kevin from Tactical Roof Rack. They manufacture roof racks for Toyotas. And we'll be talking with him in a second. But before we get into it, I just want to remind all our listeners that if you enjoy the show, click the subscribe or follow button where you're listening to us. Also, let your friends know about the 4 Before Canada podcast. We are the only Canadian-based 4 Before Overlanding podcast. So... Kevin, welcome to the 4 Before Canada podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks, Wes, for having us. Not a problem. I'm looking forward to this. I'm a, a Tacoma owner, and anytime that we can talk Toyotas and anytime we can talk with small business owners, I'm all over that. So really looking forward to this today. So you guys make roof racks for Toyotas and a couple other things that we'll get into as well. Our listeners can reach you at the tacticalroofrack.ca and tacticalroofrack on Facebook and Instagram, right? That's correct. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We just recently upgraded the website to Shopify. So it's a little bit more streamlined and just uh, easier to check out, a little bit more pictures of the racks, a little more detail and free shipping across Canada. That's a huge bonus right there. And we'll get into your roof racks first. You make them for the Tacomas and the fifth gen forerunners. One of the neat things about them is that you mentioned the free shipping, but the fact that they are a bolt together kit, they're not just a one big size of a cab kind of idea. That obviously makes it easier for the shipping in that. They're black powder coated aluminum and really good looking rack. And Thank you. what got you into making roof racks? Was that because you owned a Tacoma yourself and you were looking for something? Or I had a Dodge Ram actually. So previously I had a canopy with a different roof rack on there that wasn't meeting my needs and just was looking for something a little bit more streamlined. A few guys at work at the Tacomas and they were obviously into the overlanding. They had a few different roof racks on their truck. So I thought there had to have been a solution out there. So went out to the Tacoma World Forum and there was a lot of guys making their own designs, different. So DIY. So went on the BC Toyota Facebook page started joining there and just taking a look at what people were up to. Within a week, there was a company out of Abbotsford and they were offering their design services. So I sent them my ideas. We started from there trying to 
come up with that idea for my truck canopy. From there, it snowballed to make some more and just improve on designs. And, and for those, so the first ones were, were steel, quite heavy for the canopy. So I started there when I posted on Marketplace for sale. It just blew up and all, all the Tacoma drivers were, hey, do you have one for the cab? Do you want to have one for the cab? I pivoted from making the canopy because they weren't super popular because not a lot of guys rocked the canopy as more. So I thought there has to have been a, a market here. And, and it was just before COVID. So I, I think like a lot of people were at home. A lot of people were, maybe it was just the timing with the seasons that, that people were interested in purchasing at the time. Not a lot of options locally. So I just thought, yeah, why not try and get into designing something that would work for the cab portion? And yeah, and just having the the knowledge base from the Tacoma World Forums and the BC Facebook page, just seeing all the different designs and, and makes and collaboratively coming up with a, a design that worked for the cab. So, that so was, it actually worked opposite of what I, I thought yeah. or I assumed. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Now, your cab ones... On under Tacoma's, it looks like a pretty easy install. I watched that uh, video that uh, you had with Kelly on, on yep. your website, and it looks like a fairly simple process of basically just removing that, for lack of better terms, weather stripping that's on there. Yeah, that's and, probably the, uh, the most difficult part is just coming up with how to punch the holes for the standoffs. Yeah, once you break it down and you have the proper tools to tackle the project. It's really not that hard. And, and the rest of it just bolts together. And that's what I love about the racks and, and the extrusion. It's so universal and you can add different accessories. You can make it modular. Each Tacoma, the way they have it set up is completely different. So it's interesting to see once customers do install it, what they add to their truck or how they you know modify it or set it up. Yeah, sorry, going back to your original comment. Yeah, there's there's different ways to remove the weather stripping and, and to, to prep it. So that, yeah, with, with Kelly, that was awesome to be able to use the shop, utilize this Tacoma and, and showcase how to install it. So that was great. Big help. No doubt. So one of the things I did notice is on the, I'm, I'm calling it weather stripping. I'm not sure if that's the right terminology, yep. but that yep. black plastic piece that runs from the front yep. of the cab to the back of the cab on each side, you've got to remove that. And then you've got to punch some holes in there that line up with your existing holes that are already drilled in your cab from the factory. I saw you used a punch because there is a metal piece embedded into that rubber. Would something like a hole saw or something like that work? Or what's the easiest way for most people to do that? Yeah, I've tried both ways. So on my own personal vehicle, when I first picked it up, I thought, okay, let's try both ways. So the first method is the easiest and the most efficient and the cleanest because it leaves most of the metal and intact with the with that weather stripping going back the second method i would recommend is to flip it over and trim you're able to trim the back side of that weather stripping where the metal is and use say a pair of side cutters and okay you remove the back side of that weather stripping and then you're just left with the front side which would be about an eighth of an inch thick and you can drill through that with a three-quarter inch like a normal wood bit. But if I'm sure if you had a bimetal carbide hole saw, that would take care of it. I think the issue is once the bit cuts through the metal, it could tear a little bit. So I, I haven't tried that method. I've heard of customers trying it and they've had success. But my recommendation would be 
Amazon has the punches for about $20. Um, oh, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. And like usually they're quite re- readily available. Ackland's Granger has them for about $20 as well. So this an arc punch is, is what they call it. It's just an easy method. It's clean. But yeah. again, like it's, yeah, some people. And then the third method is just to completely cut a notch in that stripping. Basically, it's, it's more of a, I would say, a finishing product. It does provide some weather proofing to the that channel but after you remove it or cut holes in it the additional sealant is the silicone or the rtv silicone to provide that additional weather proofing to the roof rack yeah i've actually got mine missing on the driver's side right now i'm gonna get a new one <laughs> yeah they're not so cheap it, either yeah. no i was looking yeah. into it and a friend of mine pointed out and i'm like i wonder how long that's been missing i never noticed it <laughs> Yeah. What's interesting too, like from the factory, they, if you have a factory roof rack, some models, I think like the SR5 or the off-road, some have a factory roof rack and they actually remove the factory weather stripping and I'm sure it's somewhere in the shop, but yeah, they, (laughs) so some people, if they had the factory one, there is no weather stripping in that channel. So for our listeners, easiest way to understand what we've been talking about is go to tacticalroofrot.ca. And have a look at the video that, that Kelly had up there, the install on Kelly's truck, because it just puts everything together in a more visual form rather than trying to explain it through words and kind of idea. But what you've made sense in regards to the trimming it from the back or from the punch totally makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a super difficult task. Small tools. Yeah. To, to, so also there's another video from Spencer Hogue. He's from the Shipex. Uh, he's got his Instagram handle and he's rocking the t- Tacoma roof rack. So he did a, a quick install video as well with his truck in, in Alberta there. And very simple one person operation. And yeah, it's again, watching the video, I think really helps people understand. And I do the same thing when I'm putting anything in to my truck is to watch the install video or people that have put them online. So it's great that yeah, influencers have helped me out and, and put their their own spin on it. And yeah, it's awesome to see what they do with their trucks. So, so I'm going to ask a question that I know you get asked all the time. I'm running an access cab. Why don't you have an access cab rack available? Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. The access cab from the factory, they don't provide the riv nuts or the, the mounting points in the access cab. I didn't want to take the liability responsibility to be drilling into the roof. Currently, we are looking at potentially making a, a model and, and and then putting that onto the the consumer to take to, to a shop to provide that service. Currently, with the double cab, you, it's just bolting into the yep. that solution. So it, it's just an easier way for people to mount. So the access cab, again, there's just the additional step that would make it more difficult for some, or they might not want to take that risk that's involved to, to, to drill. Currently, that's the only way that I've seen that's able to secure to the access cab. So I know there's some other companies, they do have different mounting solutions, but the same profile, same design, same materials would require to drill at this point for us. So there's, yeah, there's a lot I, that goes into the R&D, right? Like into <laughs> just designing where the holes go, you know, and it, it took a lot of revisions to get the one that I have correct. And even still today, we're still refining it here and there to make it just that much better for customers. Yeah. I didn't realize, I just, I just assumed that it was just a shorter rack 
But yeah. I realized that yeah. the access caps didn't have the holes already lined in. So you'd have to drill yeah. a hole, put a rivet nut right. in, and then yeah. worry about all the, the sealing. And as you mentioned off air, the airbags and different things like that. Yeah, um, it's a very specific, like I've watched a couple install videos and yeah, it's a very specific place where you need to drill due to the airbags and also, yeah, like I said, the liability of putting in the rivet nut correctly, properly, and you only get one shot at it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about a cab. We're not just talking about a fender yeah. that you can replace yeah. or something exactly. like that. This is your cab, yeah. right? So I, I totally get that. So to- totally understandable. Now with your roof racks and they're fitting the Tacomas, the 2005 to 23, luckily Toyota kept their cabs pretty much the same through the years. So th- that works out quite well. You also make, as you mentioned earlier, roof racks for the canopies, is that's where you started. A roof racks on the canopies, that much of a harder they seem to me to that they'd be a lot harder install because you have to worry about drilling holes or are you only supplying them for canopies that already have mountings for racks in them currently we are just supplying with the tracks that have been installed either by the customer or from the factory yeah um so we have mounting feet that double as the tent mounting feet so we flip those over they mount to the tracks, the roof rack then mounts, the extrusion bars mount to the mounting feet and then the side plates go on the side. So it's, I would say it's an easier install as far as between the two, if you're going to compare them. Yeah. But yeah, there is similar measuring that's required, similar tools that are required. Again, it's probably about a one hour to two hour install. I don't have one for the canopy yet, but sorry, an install video. But again, we're we're just constantly working on design revisions, working on improving the product, making it easier for the consumer going forward. We recently finished installation instructions. So we've got an instruction manual on the website. And then of course the installation videos from the the Instagram influencers that we've got. No, that's great. I, I do love the fact that it is all bolted together. In one way, it would be easier to install if it was already all one piece, but I know shipping would be night absolute nightmare, right? Yeah. And it's not, doesn't look like it's as bad as putting together an Ikea table. They're actually decent instructions from what I saw, and you don't have 50,000 nuts and screws and stuff like yeah. that. It's designed, to, it's the minimum amount that you need. What yeah. is the weight carrying capacity on the racks? We generally say about 500 to 600 pounds. Uh, the, the, that's, the cab is rated for up to 600, so... That's generally what, you know, we try and stick in that weight frame. I've seen, yeah, people do, do mount rooftop tents onto the cap on top of the rack. And, and I've had zero issues with people having issues with the racks on the cab portion. Yeah. We haven't had it tested, but I've, we've put weight onto the aluminum extrusion, multiplied that over the course of the, the whole rack. Yeah. We've done same thing, just load testing, standing on yeah. top of it adding some additional weights and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it, because of the bolt through design, the bolts are very strong. They can hundreds of pounds that each bolt can hold. So multiply And basically that's what's holding the bulk of the weight is the extrusion bars that are bolted through the side. Right. So should people go through like once a year or something like that and tighten up the fasteners or is that something that once they're on there, they're pretty good? Yeah, it's interesting. I would recommend it. I have had one or two that have come loose. So it's really interesting to see which ones they all get tightened down. But 
Yeah, for some reason, sometimes they do tend to back out. There's you know, a lot of vibration and bouncing around going and stuff, yeah. right? So I just yeah. wasn't sure if it's something that you've come Yeah, we do recommend before. like just to have a look. Yeah, not so much the cab bolts, it's more the side bolts. Where right. Just the swaying back and forth and up and down motions. They do sometimes, um, they do jiggle loose a little bit, but not, again, like it's random that it's, yeah. that it happens. We don't recommend using a Loctite. Like I, I did that on my first trial and error and uh, Loctite definitely locks them in there. We use like an anti-seize product that also helps with the, the corrosion and, and the different, the different metals and the oxidizations. We use stainless steel hardware going into aluminum. So there's always that chance of the, the metals, dissimilar metals, right? So sometimes they've recommended to use the anti-seize. So I've, in the instructions and in the videos, now we've added that, that portion. And that will also help with keeping the, the product tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on your forerunners, you also make a roof rack for the fifth gen forerunners. Looks really great. It almost looks like it should have been there from the factory. It's just a nice, clean look, I think, on the theme. You've got another install video on the Forerunner page from her adventure life. And she mentioned that you can put the customer's logo on the fairing. And that's correct. For, obviously, for an extra cost, yeah. that's not going to yeah. be part of your regular run kind of idea, right? So there is obviously an extra charge on that. But I thought that was cool. We could yeah. put the here. Instagram logo or your YouTube logo or your company name or whatever on there. So that's a really yeah, neat option for guys. Yeah. I thought I was approached by a few companies, Pacific Backroader, obviously Brittany from her venture life. I saw one today actually in the parking lot that one of the original ones, it was a boondock over, overlands. Different guys have different <laughs> sayings or Instagram yep. handles and it's neat when you see them on the road and yeah, there's Mike Colossi. He's a big Instagram influencer. So there's yeah, a few people like that personal touch or a personal logo. I've done yeah. logos before for people that say they have a, a certain logo that they, so we can't do everything. Obviously it's a different, different fairing. So there's drawings involved to be able to tweak that, to make it fit properly. So there's different tolerances. So sometimes the machine, it needs a certain design to cut, right? Yeah. And so, you can't put, yeah, you can't no, put the Toyota logo on there. We know that one. Yeah. We've been playing with different logos and different designs and I'm still tweaking it here and there just to get it perfect and get, I'm always changing. I'd like to get to a point where we can have a specific design, but again, with the forerunner and the Tacoma, they're different sizes. So fairings are a little bit different. So mm -hmm. to be able to use the same sizing, the same fonts, the same logos, sometimes it's difficult just due to the, the constraints of the roof racks. That's neat. Like I say, though, you can put whatever your Instagram logo or whatever you want on there within as long as the machine can cut it kind of idea, right? Yeah. yeah it's a nice uh, service that, that it's been popular over the years. Some people have really, they put their personal touch on it and then it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's their own, right? So it, it definitely adds that personal personalization to their roof rack. And yeah, we enjoy, I, I love seeing people out there and seeing our products on the street. So yeah, it's. It's been, yeah, uh, that's gotta be a fun. good feeling. Walk, say, seeing someone yeah. in the parking lot and it's, Hey, I made yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> that's neat. cool. So with sticking with the forerunner, is the install a bit more involved on that one because there's more crossbars than that? Or is it, is other than that, it's pretty similar to a, a Tacoma rack? Yeah. I'd say it's almost easier. And, and like you're going back to your original comments, I personally like the look of it as well on the forerunner. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting a forerunner lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to convince the, 
the fiance to get one too. So we can have matching Forerunner Tacomas. But yeah, the install is, I'd say the same or easier. So 99% of the come with the factory roof rack. Yeah. Uh, very simple removal, 12 mil, 13 mil bolts. So you re- remove those with the crescent wrench. And then the weather stripping is pre-cut on the back section for the factory. And then that also lines up perfectly for the, the spacers that are required. The only cutting is up front. And my first video, I went a little overboard with the cutting wheel. But again, you can just use a side cutter or some lineman pliers because it has the same metal in that weather stripping that you need to get through it to attach the front foot, which keeps right. the rock from swaying back and forth. So it's basically a front tab that goes up near the sunroof in the weather channel and that secures with a 3M automotive tape. So, so now the rack's secure up front and secure in the back and it's the same thing. It's about an hour and a half. When you're first yeah. probably doing it, maybe about, I'd allow it to about two hours to put the rack together, bolt it together and then install it on the vehicle. That one, depending on how you install it. So if you're put it together on the ground, it would probably require two people to to lift it up uh, just due to the size and the, the the awkwardness of trying to align it with with the the mounting holes the other options to build one side at a time and then add the crossbars as as you go so sometimes if i'm working by myself i'll do that method just for ease of installation but yeah it's, I, I like that it, yeah it's nice seems nice and simple but i think i think it'll always be easier with another person just there to help out so yeah i've learned the hard way <laughs> I bet. So with the Forerunner, you've also got Molly panels available that go on the outside of the rear window that attaches to your rack. So people can ma- mount rotopacks or whatever they want on there. So maybe you can tell listeners a little bit about those. Yeah, that was another design. Just looking out in the industry, took them a world and the Forerunner forums and just seeing what people were adding to their vehicles and that just looked like a neat product to add. And again, we used Brittany's Forerunner to kind of prototype that product. She was the guinea pig to get the testing done because again, with the Forerunner angles, there's a lot of curves and different angles to that vehicle. Uh, it, a lot of prototypes to get it correct. So I know the Forerunner with the trunk space is pretty tight to be able to add fuel, um, water. You could add shovels, axes all sorts of exterior accessories. When you add your rooftop tent, we saw a problem where you might not have room to mount certain accessories. So the window yeah. was the next best place. And, and it just adds that tactical feel to the, the truck. The Molly panels are a huge hit on the interior, but we saw it. Let's try with the exterior and see how, the, how those hold up. And, and same thing, we've had a, a few little revisions here and there to get it correct. But for the most part, Everyone's been super happy with them and they've been a big seller for sure. It's interesting how many people don't realize how much work goes into the R&D on a product. Yeah, I, I've come from where I was doing some manufacturing and that, and we would have sometimes three, four revisions just on drawings before we actually yeah. even get into the, pro, into the actual oh, assembly yeah. on the first unit yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. the prototyping and that. And yeah. it's amazing how much time goes into designing a product no matter how simple you think it might be <laughs> yeah it's it, yeah it's interesting yeah it's the companies that we work with they're busy as well right it, it's yep. a b- busy industry everyone's picking up so it, to, to get a design nailed down 
the drawing process, like you said, then actually printing it and then trying to line up because with us, we'd have to use customer vehicles to be able to prototype with. So it's lining up their schedules. A lot of them live out in the valley or so we have to create a schedule to meet up and then, and then tweak it from there and then go back to the drawing board if it, if it didn't work. But yeah, so exactly. a, lot, a lot of people, that's why I love the community. It's been, everyone's been super helpful to help out. And yeah, anybody that's had a new design or new idea, I, I constantly get grab handles or the molly panels for mounting same thing the rotopacks in between the roof racks so there's constantly people that are looking for new stuff and we try and look at what we can do to maximize materials and what would be the most popular kind of for next year kind of thing yeah it's been fun but it's always interesting right so it makes you think which helps you improve as well too yeah for sure so on the molly panel one for the forerunner it, it attaches to the top to your rack yep. how does it attach at the bottom so the bottom uses suction cups to yeah. the window so we use a ram mount suction mount so the ram ram mounts have been around for a long time and they're probably one of the, the most common vehicle mounting accessories so mm -hmm. i use them on my dash mount and stuff we quickly saw that they made the suction cup and it had so that was one of the big hiccups was trying to find something that was going to work something that we could get readily available and obviously at a, at a cost that's conducive to the whole product as a package. That one seemed to work and seemed to have the best securing to the vehicle. Plus, I like the fact that it's screwed into or bolted in through the molly panel as well. So if it did come loose or lose its suction, it's not going to fall off the vehicle. You're not going to lose it. It's not, so it's it's secured to the, the vehicle. You simply just reattach if it, if it became yeah. an issue. Again, like I said, the the rear one seemed to be having an issue of coming loose because of the curvature. So we, we made some design tweaks by changing the angles and then also just increasing that, that length of where the rear mount goes to the glass because there's quite a curve or an arc from the front to the back. That's, yeah, a lot so of people realize that. that. <laughs> yeah, so it took some, and same thing, depending on which user was using it. And depending on what, what they're, they're putting on there. So yep. now we've had them in full test mode. Everyone's been running them for about a year plus, and everyone's been super happy with the, the new design and, and, and they've been secure. Uh, yeah. So again, it's just more just improving on the design. So yep. keeping with the uh, Molly panels, you've also got Molly panels for the inside of the bed on a Tacoma's. So basically people can do the same thing. They can put a rotopack there or axe or shovels or whichever. You've got them for the long box only. Is there plans for a short box? Yeah, for sure. We just haven't come across a short box model that has another, they have the molly panels or they've got stuff or like bed box or something in there. Currently I'm rocking the long box. So that's where it was easy to prototype yep. that one. So the, they, they mount specifically to where, where the factory channel is for the T-Track. Yeah, we needed to make sure that everything lines up properly for the short box. And also with the wheel walls, they're a little bit different with yeah. the short box. Yeah, we're, we had a, a few people reach out from the States. We're not currently shipping to the States yet. So if there's a short box customer out there that would like one, we'd like to work with them to be able to get that design nailed down. And basically the Molly panel for the inside comes in two panels. So there's the rear section, which would be the same. And then the, just the extended version, but it, we just haven't come across a, a short box yet that we can utilize their dimensions to, to be able to come up with one, but, right. but yeah, very handy. Same thing. I was 
haphazardly adding stuff to the side rail or jerry-rigging something. And again, we thought there's probably something out there that could be a better securement for adding that. So we took the design of everything that was out there and modeled what would be the easiest for the customer to, to be able to mount their equipment safely and utilizing the the factory hardware as well was it was a bonus so yeah using that track that's already there rumor has it that you're working on bed racks what can you tell us about that yeah or can so you? <laughs> no we can't we can't yeah, yeah i can just say that we're working on them yeah 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 so basically working on a new design i assume it's gonna be a modular design as well like a bolt together design as well. yeah so it'll we're looking at utilizing this, the, the next step up in extrusion. So with the batter racks, utilizing the extrusion, the same aluminum, having a modular design, having the molly panels. So it's going to be a pretty beefy batter rack to mount rooftop tents and accessories. Um, with the extrusion, it, it just provides a mounting surface that's completely modular. You can add accessories quite easily to it. Some people add the lights or the packs or different accessories, the quick fists or whatever. So instead of drilling, you can add a simple T-nut, a carriage bolt. And so you, utilizing the same thought process was to use the extrusion, just a bit beefier than the roof rack to be able to support. And it's a little bit more freestanding. Utilizing a beefier extrusion just makes that rack a lot stronger. Would you be mounting it through the channels that are on the top of the bed? Can I do or how would it be? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's mounted in through the bed on the Tacomas and then it's bolted. So there's a proprietary design that would mount over top of the rail and then the extrusion mounting bars would get bolted into, to that bracket. Gotcha. Again, it's, it's a bolt together design. So everything would be bolted together. Very simple install. And very strong at the same time. So what, what do you think about on the height wise? Is that something that would be adjustable or is it going to be like, say all the same height? Like myself, I prefer to have mine, my tent cab height. Whereas I know a lot of people prefer to go higher. Yeah. So we're going to start with the Tacoma utilizing a customer's vehicle. So we're going to start there. It's the most popular model. We're going to offer three different sizing for the, the bed rack. So there'll be. The cab height, mid height, and then the low rise. Everybody seems to have different thoughts on that. So you almost got to go different options, right? So. Yeah. And it's tough to, like I've seen, there's the Thule system where it's adjustable, but it's tough with the extrusion once it's cut. So there's no yeah. way to, to change that. Three, once three part numbers. You got you to pick your, <laughs> pick your heights and then, and that's what you got. Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier, I prefer mine cab height, especially with the fact that I can put my kayaks on above. I've got a rack that goes up over for my kayaks as well are you rocking rooftop tent as well in your tacoma yeah so currently utilizing tapella rooftop tent so in abbotsford there so then another great company so we've been working with them last little while promoting each other's stuff again when i was doing install installs selling products everyone was looking for a rooftop tent so they reached out and they, they said hey why don't we work together rep each other's product and and so i sent a lot of customers his way and, and vice versa when he was installing rooftop tents he was wondering oh who's this tactical roof rack guys and then people were were curious of how to mount their rooftop tent and so he said well go see kevin at tactical he'll give you a rack and we'll install the tent after that's done so we joined up and working together to promote each other's products and 
make things more streamlined for the customer and yeah, just offer two great products. Yeah, they've got a very good quality set of tents. They've got uh, three or four designs there, I think, but yeah, Tapella in Abbotsford, isn't it? That they're in? Abbotsford, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he they just came up with a new aluminum hard shell and that one's quite nice. And so it's the same thing on top of there. They've got the mounting bars, which is a huge plus for, like you say, adding your kayak or if you wanted to add. Sometimes in the summertime, we'll go paddleboarding, so adding a paddleboard. So now it provides a secure mounting spot for that and yeah it just makes life easier so a lot of companies yes. are going that direction yeah the hard top is really nice for that that's the one and also ease of setup as well too yeah we i have been talking to them about coming onto the show but we just couldn't get our schedules to work together for a bit so i do have to reach out to him again and about coming on the show because definitely want to hear more about the tapella rooftop tents what so you're obviously running for the Toyotas because they seem to be one of the more popular vehicles for the overlanding. Have you got plans to start making racks for other vehicles, say a Frontiers or other things like that? I think that's in the works further down the road. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of customers like the, the Lexus GX, Sequoias, a lot of Jeeps, a lot of Ford customers. But again, it's just devoting that time and energy into designing R&D, a new product, and will that sell with that model, right? So yeah. lo- what I've found is a lot of customers, they've already, th- that, that those vehicles already have a roof rack installed overall, say across Canada, most people have already found a manufacturer to install that. So I think looking forward, we're probably, look, again, the fourth gen Tacoma, that's going to be a new design. Mm, yep. There'll probably be a sixth gen forerunner so i think we've got enough on our plate to to keep busy with just those models alone and getting the word out across canada that that we can ship and so it's tough being in bc but we've had numerous sales across the country and it's been awesome to see where people find out about the company and what they do at the roof rack and where they go in their travels and yeah it's really neat so i think moving forward the the toyota lineup is is the best for our company and seems to be the most popular in the overlanding field so well it's definitely got to be a return on investment right you don't want to yeah. design you don't want to take hours and hours to design something you might sell four or yeah. five of a year so, exactly yeah that's what we're looking that. at when customers do reach out it's i'd like to help everybody but it's just not the case with a small business and again with our schedules time frame and, yeah. and just the vehicles that are out there so. totally understandable for sure so once again, you mentioned free shipping across Canada, right? How far east have your racks gone? I think I'm going to Prince Edward Island. In Nova, yeah, Nova wow. Scotia. Yeah. So there's been a few over there, a lot in nice. Ontario, and then yeah, quite a few to Alberta. So yeah, it's, yeah, we're that's else? cool. That's probably about the furthest. Yeah. 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 yeah there's that, forerunners over there that are rocking the tactical roof rack. So a lot of word of mouth. And yeah, it's nice when you get a recommendation or an email from somebody that, that's been referred. So uh, it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. And yeah, it's good that people are happy and yeah, we look forward to making more. Cool. So once again, we're talking to Kevin from Tactical Roof Racks, a BC-based company, manufactures racks for the Toyotas, the Tacomas, and the 5th Gen 4Runners. And as you just heard, we're going to have the new Tacomas coming up and some 6th Gen 4Runners coming up soon. So making racks for those. Free shipping all across Canada and really beautiful product i definitely recommend checking out the website at tacticalroofrack.ca that way you can check out more photos and videos of the installs 
and also their Instagram. You guys got a lot of good photos that have been supplied by your customers on your Instagram account too, at Tactical Roof Rack. Yeah, it's been really helpful to yeah be able to show off the brand and, and show off yeah. the customer's vehicle and um, yeah, learning the Instagram and so it's been a, a huge hurdle for me not delving into the business side of it and, and learning as we go. But yeah, it's nice when customers send photos and be able to share those out to the community. It really helps and and it helps people. Hey, that guy's done that to his truck and so spread that one picture to everybody. It helps people realize what they can do with their truck or what they might want to do. So it's, yeah, like I said, it's such a great community where you're able to share those and yeah, be part of the group. Last question that we ask every guest is what Canadian would you like to listen to on the 404 Canada podcast? Working with Tapella Rooftop Tents, Chris has been a, a big influence in helping grow the company and repping the brand and we've been repping each other's products. There's lots of great influencers out there in the community, but yeah, Chris would be a neat guy to talk to and get some insight on where he started and how he's growing his business and where the direction is that they're going. So that would be a neat guest to have on. Yeah, Tapella, they definitely got some really neat products, like we mentioned earlier, and that new hard shell. I'm really looking forward to seeing that new hard shell in person. Yeah, we took it down to Oregon this summer and, you know, it was awesome. Set up really well, nice and comfortable. And yeah, it was a great product to to have on the truck for sure. Yeah, it's a little bit different than everybody's, right? So they're all... They all got their little nuances and uh, their tents seem to me. He's got the interchangeable flies, different size tents. Yeah, different accessories. It's got the LED lights built in. So it's yeah, that's a nice product. Definitely. Yeah, Ryan Van Veen off of Instagram. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Van Veen yeah. Photography. He's got one. Yeah. and He's not too far away from me in Vernon. And I spent some time with him and his okay. tents. And he's had a couple different versions of tents over the years of the pillar yeah. ones. And they're all nice, really nice quality in that. So. Once again, we're talking to Kevin from Tactical Roof Racks. If you need a roof rack for your Tacoma, check him out at tacticalroofrack.ca and on Facebook and, as we mentioned, Instagram. Lots of great photos on there. I really want to take thank you for uh, taking your Sunday afternoon to chat with me today, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Wes. Really appreciate it.